Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Whatever time it is, welcome to Rock Your Life show for a new edition. Uh, this uh, episode 8 of uh, season, season 3. Oh la la. Oh la la. Uh, podcast. Um, so a couple of things before we get started. Oh. Uh, I wanted to say, please, if you would, I know everyone's very busy these days, but it would really be helpful if you could write us a good review on Apple Podcasts. Yes. So all you have to do is go to the Rock Your Life show, scroll down to reviews, write the review, and it's pretty simple. So we would certainly appreciate it. It'll help us reach more people and uh, spread the message etc. So also if you have any questions or any topics you might want to hear about, please feel free to email us at rockyourlife at thevignatis.com. That's T-H-E-V-I-G-N-A-T-I-S dot com. So it's rockyourlife at thevignatis.com. That would be awesome. All right. Message sent. Now, topic of this one. All right. So we decided to do um, um, a topic that uh, both Tracy and myself never knew um, until we started to dig into uh, uh, Buddhism. And uh, it was quite shocking for me uh, somehow to, it was making sense, but it was quite shocking to hear it the first time as a concept and said to myself, I can relate to uh, the first word, I can relate to the second word, but it's hard to relate to both of them and what the concept would be. But I thought it was pretty genius when I heard it. What was your thought on that? Well, for human revolution, when I first heard it, it I didn't really have a reaction. I was like, okay, that makes sense. Mm. It wasn't, it didn't confuse me. It didn't wow me. It didn't anything. I thought, okay, that's ah. fine. It did. No, it, it, did impre- it did impress me when I when I when I heard it. So, um, why don't we go to a, somehow well, a definition of those? Yeah, two let's words. see. Because we know we we know what a revolution is, and a lot of times that happens in in social or political instances. But the textbook definition of revolution is a dramatic and wide-reaching change in the way something works or is organized, or in people's ideas about it. It's also a sudden, radical, or complete change. Most often, as I said, we hear this with regard to governmental or social issues, political like that. So let's break down the word revolution for a little bit. Re, R-E, is a prefix. We all know it comes before the actual root of the word. So the prefix means again, re, again, like repeat, reorder. We all do that on Amazon, probably more than we should, but (laughs) to re, it's again a a back or it indicates repetition of some sort. Then we have the evolution part. So an evolution is the gradual development of something, especially from a simple to a more complex form. So that is really interesting. When you put that together, revolution with the word human, so what we're thinking then is, oh, we're developing into something, our simple selves and more complex and maybe a distilled form that's more concentrated. Yes. And as well, um, something I wanted to mention, we know the word revolution means a change, but as well, the earth 
is one. It revolves. It revolves, right? Not it, only around the sun, but itself. It's it revolves at the the by itself. Right. So you can see that. I know for you geeks of words are gonna say, yeah, but the revolution as well mean. Well, you can see as well, it's a circle. So it's important. It has a beginning and the end. And that means as a circle. Yet it's continuous. It's continuous. Exactly. And you know that uh, uh, you put two circles together and it creates the infinite. If they cross each other's path, they, it creates a circle or uh, um, the infinite side, which is really similar to it. But yes, it is the revolution. So it is going around so you go around yourself and that's one other expression the second expression that's really that the something that important is that it's re so i'm reordering i am redoing something so it's something you've done already so you're not i know you think that maybe i don't know this concept i don't know but when we're going to dig it you're going to realize that it's been done in everywhere in the world so you re do it something you re-evolve yourself well re-evolve yes yeah. re-evolve so let's talk about some common revolutions that we all probably know based on the definition yeah based on the definition and things that we learned maybe in school and social studies or history or that kind of thing uh probably one of the oldest is the agricultural revolution which is about 10,000 bc and that was from prehistoric times where people went from the transition of hunting and gathering to one of agriculture learning how plants work, how do we plant them, how do we harvest yes. them. And that's the beginning of deforestation. And, of course, we took it to the extreme, but that's a whole other topic. So, And the same thing was also applied to the livestock. Hence, there is a livestock business and factory farming, again, another topic that I could go on a soapbox yes. about for hours, so we'll move on. <laughs> yeah, the next one is the financial revolution. And uh, that's uh, basically in the 17th century, in 1688. And that was uh, um, definitely a, a different way to approach uh, about the national debts and, uh, and the stock exchange was created at that time. But um, I believe, yes, in Amsterdam. Yeah, definitely. So that's it. Agricultural revolution, financial re revolution. Yeah. And of course... For Americans, you know, it was the American Revolution or the War of Independence. We all learned about that, where the 13 original colonies were like, uh, screw you, Britain. We want to be by ourselves. And definitely. Of course, for the French Revolution, another oh. one that's very, of course, this one in the social uh, uh, realm of social. Uh, that oh, that was seriously off with their heads. Yeah. Well, I mean, literally with the guillotine. And the, uh, <laughs> yes. So that's the uh, in the 1800s. And then the next one, after, as well, another revolution that was really important was the uh, Industrial Revolution. Yeah. The three of them, actually, there was three. And that mod, that was uh, transformed the modern into modern society. Uh, the steam engine was mm -hmm. one of them, the science and the mass production in the early 20th century, and the rise of the digital technology, of course, in the 50s, the first uh, probably uh, uh, computer... Uh, Which, that was used for business. Yeah. And that third one is actually blended into what's now in our uh, technological revolution, which I think will always be carrying on. But that's happening now. Uh, the Yes. With cyber physical systems, it's a period um, when technologies, one technology is replaced by another. 
and novel technology in a short amount of time, in which we all know it's been a very short amount of time. The smartphone came out in what? I think it was 2007. Yeah. And it's accelerated progress. Yeah. So the smart TV, everything is smart, smart, smart. Yeah. And so the, the United Nations pointed out in 2013, believe this or not, that more people in the world have access to a mobile phone than to sanitation. How that's, crazy that's is crazy. that? Definitely. So you can see, okay, so now that we mentioned all those revolutions, the agricultural, the financial, the American Revolution, the French, the industrial, and the technological. And you can see that they are from the oldest one to the newest one, which is basically the technological now with uh, the, um, that's happening now. But the, now, actually, it's not the word, but I want to choose. So what I want to say is that, well, that was the past and the present. Let's look at the future. The future hinge on the human revolution. That is the next revolution. And we already have started that along with the uh, technological uh, uh, revolution because it's the age of the age of uh, uh, peace that's coming to this new century. And so this one is coming. It's already started. However, inside any revolution is an internal upheaval. So even though we have terminology for what human revolution is, it was included in all of these examples that we listed. Yes, it was. So that may not be, it may not be, it was unbeknownst to them, no definition, so to speak. But when you have that kind of internal thing, that kind of upheaval, it's a revolution. And what, where does it come from? It comes from humans. So Yes, because we created it something. For example, if you create new way of mass production, if you create new technology, if you if you want to change your social behavior, anyway, that those are examples. This forces you to think how to live. Sorry, but with the phone, we cyborg now. We do not. We didn't have a phone 35 years, 40 years ago, constantly with us. We couldn't do that. So we had to change inside us as human being, force or not force, but because of those revolutions, it changed, it revolutionized us, number one, as human being, and then our lives, and then our daily lives, and everything. What we forget is that this comes from the outside to the inside. So why not, what exactly is human revolution? Okay, so human revolution is a term that was created by a, a, a guy in Japan named Jose Itora. Uh, we was the president at that time of an organization called Soka Gakai, which is the uh, uh, um, uh, creating value, means creating value for peace and education. And um, it's an inner transformation. That's what it is, basically. Right. Actually, it's nothing. It's not even that special. It's not like something, oh, I've, I'm going to work on this. It's not. It's just a matter of opening up yourself and looking past your own personal interest and your own ego. Yeah, I think the expression that we use is uh, uh, breaking through the shackle of the lesser self. Yeah, and the lesser self is your ego, me, me first, I, my, me. The self-concern, you mean? Yeah, too much. Yeah, too much. Where that's the priority. And so what we do is we switch to the greater self. Yeah, it's a process, but I don't think it's... uh, it's not anything extraordinary. 
It's just where if you so desire, you can restructure your actions and your behaviors, which means you got to look at yourself, which isn't always the most comfortable thing to do. Or you have someone help you look at yourself. Oh, yeah. And again, that's not a pretty thing. People might be brought in your path to show you things about yourself that you might want to consider Changing. revamping. Mm. It's the uh, concept of the mirror. We see we cannot see our own eyebrows and we need a mirror to see them. And we carry them all the time. And there's stuff that I think in our life that we are... Uh, that we carry on that we cannot see. So we need something to see it. And so. But I do think that when you get to that point and you do want to restructure your actions and your behavior, when you come from a place of compassion, if it's grounded in that, that's where the benefits for all come in. If that makes any sense. Yes. And can you say that the human evolution is a transformation a deep, like at the core, you think it's a... Absolutely. I think it goes on a karmic level for those of you who believe in karma. What about for... Yeah, for the one who don't believe that, I don't you know... You don't have to believe, yeah, but it don't. still goes there. Yeah, it's, Just it, like the, we're back to the gravity concept. Correct. You know? If you jump from the, the top of the building, I guarantee you with my life that you will splat on the sidewalk. You don't have to believe you will, but you will. So, so... Uh, it's it, it's it's a matter of, of of so it's a matter of opening your eyes at what's happening in the situation and to look um, so beyond your concern or beyond and how you contribute and how you contribute yeah yeah, yeah and, you you know. and, and 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 do you have to, it could be on a I mean I think it could be on a uh, uh, broader. Uh, uh, or maybe a smaller, uh, um, I'm looking you mean circumstances? Yes, exactly. Mm. Well, of course, but everybody's got problems. I don't know of anybody who doesn't. Even the one, that person that you think has it all and everything seems picture perfect, then all of a sudden they drop off a of Facebook. And there's a reason someone drops yeah, off a of social media, believe me, because everyone's so addicted to it. Yes. So, but everyone has problems. It's just a part of life. But when you become absorbed by them and they dominate and dictate what you do, usually problems are a source of feeding an ego. Because yes. what happens when you have a problem? You want to talk about it. <laughs> you... Oh, good Lord. I used to have friends who are no longer in my life because they would drunk dial and want to talk about their grief all the time. And that was not helping them. So that is very much a connection to the lesser self and how my problems are the worst. It's putting a spotlight on that which is causing suffering. And that suffering, because it's such self-absorption, is causing others to suffer as well. Yes, because then you take it into your environment. So what you do is, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a brilliant way of saying it. You fo- instead of focusing on the solution, you focus on the problem. Yeah, the more it's the it's the basic law of attraction. The more of what you focus on is the more of what you're going to attract. So you pay attention to your problem. You swim in it. You think about oh me, what uh, how am I going to resolve that? Which is fine. You gotta resolve your problem in an obstacle in order to grow. But then, 
we, are, we hear some sentence saying, help somebody help and you help yourself. I mean, help someone? Help someone, yeah. Yes, but help, there's a difference between help and being a soundboard. So if that same help, quote, mm. end quote, is listening to someone go on about their grief and you offer solutions, everyone knows this person. The person that calls you and vents consistently about their grief, then when you offer suggestions as to how to relieve that grief, they don't like it, they go on to someone else. And then next thing you know, that person has hit everyone in the friend circle with the same garbage. So it starts first with, I think there's two things. With regard to these kinds of problems, I think it starts with the self. It's a conscious choice. I want to revolutionize my life. What is it that I can do? And those are problems like, uh, say, for instance, the person who knows they drink too much, the person that knows they're a drug addict, the person that knows they shop too much or they have anger issues and they really want to tackle the problem. There's that conscious decision. However, there's another type that infuses in the life and you're unaware that those things are happening. And you might look back to 10 years and go, go, oh, I don't even like that anymore or I'm not even attracted to that or I don't behave this way anymore. And that's because of other things that you were doing in, in your life that were less ego-driven that might serve you better to have you advance and evolve yeah when it's not a conscious choice. And that's super powerful. Because a lot of times, when you make the great, a great choice for your life, and it pulls you in a different direction, and it wasn't really that much conscious as it was sort of through osmosis, sometimes those can be the bigger benefits. Yeah. Rather than the one who says, I'm not gonna do this anymore, I'm gonna lose weight. And they keep trying and trying and have to keep trying and trying. The key there is the trying. You know, you don't stop. Don't ever give up on that. Yeah. But it, it's a it's kind of a it's a little bit of a tricky thing, but no matter what, it always deflects back to the self. Yeah, because I, I think we well, you know, we are into ourselves, we are into our lives, and it is hard to we have an eyes to look outside of the environment. But we dissociate ourselves from our environment. And we don't realize that environment is a reflection of ourselves. So when we, so how you react and how you take responsibility, and again, responsibility, it's ability of response. If you flip it, the response, ability, and the flip, the ability to respond. So when you respond to your problem, Looking at as well how can resolving my problem can encourage or can change as well other people and my environment, right? What you just said yes. is the key of human revolution in that how can it benefit others? That's the core of it as far as the compassion. So it's not, you didn't say, how can I benefit myself? Yes, that makes sense. So if, just think, I want, you, I want everybody to think about this. If everyone thought this way about doing good, not only for the, the self, but for others, when you really think about it and how it could multiply like the ripple in the pond, there would not be the turmoil that we have. Yes. 
Yes, it's it's a simple fact that you can try to resolve the problem by thinking about your problem and resolving it for you, or you can try to save that uh, to change that problem, resolve it with the plus of benefiting for others. Mm-hmm. And we found out in daily life, in a lot of, of uh, you, we all went into that situation where, for example, right now I'm thinking about, I want to go to spend finally a Christmas with my parents. Uh, we want to go, and I haven't done that for so many, many years, and I'm thinking about going. And I'm trying to see that, okay, str- Christmas is a struggle for me. was, not anymore, thanks to Tracy. But now I'm a it, Christmas freak. Yes, she is. I decorate and like Mrs. Am, Claus. And I am too. But, uh, so we are the freak couple. People come here and they're like, whoa. Looks like the North Pole here. North Pole. But anyway, my, my train of thought was is because I want to convey to you that I want to go to to Europe and spend Christmas, but then I want to do it for myself, but I want to, as well, it's difficult, I have to overcome that, but I have to consider that I'm as well getting into environment where I was not, I'm not, I'm welcome, but I'm not living on a daily basis for so many, many, many years since I live here. So I have to take in consideration that I have to make good and I want to go and uh, spend Christmas with the family, but I have to be as well aware that it is their Christmas too, not only mine. And I'm, and I'm working on now to thinking, well, I have to think about the common good and I have to think about where am I going to fit in this? That well, makes sense, no? Oh, yeah. Yes. It, I kind of relate it also to the instructions on a flight. If there's ever a concern and your oxygen mask pops down, you put your own on first, then you help someone else. Human revolution is kind of the same thing. When you work on yourself first, it's a natural thing to happen where your altruism will grow. And then you'll want, that's when the compassion starts to grow. Another example of this is the show on Animal Planet, Pitbull, Pitbulls and Parolees. So you can see it's just beautiful, the compassion that they have for these dogs. It's incredible. So then they take that and that makes their altruism grow. And a lot of these people can go on and have successful lives when they get out of prison. Yes. So that's a good, that's a good example. So, um, What's really interesting, and another point that I want to bring into another factor in that human revolution, before we come to where to apply them, where we go to touch on where to apply them, on which area of your life, and how to do it, one is that you have to stay true to yourself. Because, of course, there will be a change. Change is another word for human uh, human revolution. But it's still a little bit different. But the, the, how do you stay true to yourself? Because you're going to change, but you don't want to lose yourself. It's tricky if you think about it. You, you're used to that. Oh, I like that. I want to do that. Oh, I have that problem. But that's not really me. You heard that the people said, oh, but yeah, but that's not really me to do that, to resolve that problem. Yeah, I, we've all seen it in films from time to time where the person goes in and they try to act 
more controlled or whatever. You know, they're in a scene where maybe it's a job interview and they're acting all poised and this and that. (laughs) And then they they just, they go crazy when they get out of there. So it's the same thing. You do have to be true to yourself because if you're not, people will see it or they may not see it, but they're going to feel something. They're going to feel that something is not correct. Could, could, if they feel that, could that impact on you affecting the greater good of the, of the, of the I believe yes, because it's not authentic. Yes. So true. When, when that kind of change happens, an authentic change, it's something that is mystical and you can't touch it. You, you might be able to see it or you go, wow, they, they just seem a little bit different. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I, I felt that many times. The best for me when I had to change or, 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 or resolve the problem via change, does that make sense? Yes. It was when it was done naturally. A progression, a focus that I had to change. Like, for example, uh, uh, I'm a passionate person. But sometimes if you push passion too much, you can get to anger <laughs> because you get frustrated or frustration is the mm-hmm. first step. Then the second step is anger. And for me, I don't like it. These are one of the three poison, the anger. So I don't want to do that. And so I have to be concerned and I have to change to be able to convey my passion that I, it's deep inside of me to the world, to my environment, my friends, to you, the best way possible to not create separation, but create unity and to help others understand that my change could benefit them too. Does that make sense? Yeah. Again, no matter what, it still comes back to the self and a choice. Yes. I believe that. Yes. So why someone may ask, why do we even care about this? I like the way that I am right now. Why do I need, uh, sure. need to change anything? I ask myself that question. But you have to look at the results in your life or the effects in your life. And are they making you happy? Maybe you have a lot less to do. Or if you're you appear to have everything, but you're still unhappy. There's some disconnect that's going on. So there's something that does need to change. Only you're going to really know what it is. Nobody else knows. It's the mirror. Because no matter what, if someone's happy drinking themselves every night into a stupor and they say, why do I need to change? Guess what? You don't have to. Correct. You absolutely don't have to change anything. If you like it just the way that it is, Continue by all means. Yes. But if you want something bigger and better for you and for the greatness of the globe, then you might want to consider those things. It's not going to be for everyone because I will tell you, this is not a fluffy, it's not fluffy. It can be very painful. Oh, yeah. Where you're confronted with things, the things and habits that you used to do, you might have to change that. Let people go out of your life. Uh to me, it happens every day. Let you too? Possessions go. Yes. I mean, anything like that. Grief. Yeah. Grief leads to attachment. You uh, Attachment leads to grief. You have to let things go. Yeah, not everything. But I mean, even like ladies, we're, we all do this. We hang on to our skinny pants when we're all a size two. 
when we used to be a size two and you're going to hang on to them because you're going to fit into them again. You might not. So let them go. That's a minor little silly thing. But when you let things go, new things come. So that's part of revolution as well, changing the ways and maybe a, a different, a fresh approach. Yeah, I found this quote uh, uh, from Daisaku uh, Ikeda uh, saying uh, an interesting, it says, um, only, quote, only if you change your, cha- only if you, sorry, only if you challenge your human revolution, which with the topic of the, uh, the, the podcast, in a manner that is true to yourself, will the people around you, and that's the important word, naturally begin to trust and respect you. That, he says, in itself is the surest way of laying the groundwork for your happiness. So the natural way of doing it, hold on, people, when we're talking about human evolution, we're not talking about uh, a, a whole mechanism and, you know, oh, I have to... Di- Follow di- these steps. Yes. No. Uh, no, 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 no. We're not talking about, oh, I have to dis- dissect who I am. So, so, you know, and, well, you can go to see a shrink, but a shrink might help you. Unfortunately, they're, they're not inside of you. So they are here with you for an hour. They give you some tips that you pay for, but then after that, you still have to do the work yourself. Don't you? Yes. And you know inside of you what it is. So it is important that you stay natural to yourself. And that's where I think the difficulty of the this concept come for most of us. I know it is for me. It's like, I have to stay who I am, true to myself, but I have to change in the meantime. Do you see the fine line here? Yeah, and you can see it with uh, some people. I, I, I don't have any specifics right now, but we've all seen these with uh, people who have been in prison and done hard time and come out and revolutionized themselves and ha- created a whole other career and, in the way that's comfortable for them. And I always go back to that pit bulls and parolees um, because these people may get instructions from other method that say you need to go this you need to you can't take the backyard barbecue person to the four seasons if they're loud and rowdy and you you know what i mean people have to go where they're comfortable and when you find that kind of person no matter where they belong or where they're most comfortable you feel the authenticity if someone is sincere you know, someone may not have the finest house in the world, but when you go in their home, you know that when you're sick, they're going to take care of you and you feel completely relaxed. Or yeah. you go in the house that's a Bel Air mansion and you feel like you're walking on eggshells. The most beautiful surroundings, but you're not comfortable. So you have to go where your comfort is so that you can explore yourself to the best of your ability. And here's another fine line where I explain to you that the concept is difficult because, like she said, yes, but there is a sentence that say you have to be comfort comfortable into the uncomfortable. And of course, if you go in an environment that you are, it's not natural for you, it is difficult. You are 100% right with that. But in the meantime, if you go into it, it might bring you something new. So again, she's right. I'm not wrong. 
I'm not wrong. She's not right. And that's where is the fine line we, we, we're talking about, where you stay true to yourself, but you still try somehow to change, mainly in front of the problem. Yeah, I think that's experimenting. And is that choice going to make you thrive? Yeah. If it's going to make you uncomfortable and you feel like you're regressing, that's not what's natural for you. So I say go to where you're going to blossom the most. Choose the things that, that are going to make you a better person and help you contribute. Yeah, and say no, say no. I say no. No, I don't want to see that person. That person is not helping me change for good. Or that person's bring something in me that is not helping me grow. Or uh, this, uh, this place, I don't want to go there. I'm not feeling comfortable in that environment. Uh, and, and but here's the questions: when when something is not comfortable in that environment, I, when I'm not comfortable in an environment, I ask myself why. Yes, you got to. That's why is the, it? That's human evolution, right there. Right. That's human. But evolution. I say, why is this? Why do I feel uncomfortable here? Do I feel unsafe? Probably. Yeah, you could, or or, or you like, or you 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 feel like awkward, meaning. You don't know what to talk about because you mm -hmm. have no things in common with these people. So, yeah. Now, now, now that we explain all that, it is interesting to understand what are the little tips, uh, or at least the main, to me, the main tips uh, and the main factor to carry on this. No, they're, uh, these are actually... No, it's, it's, it's determination. Ah. Because... Yeah, what, 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 I, I see where you wanted to come, uh, you wanted to go, but I'm, I, there's a point that I think it's important we touch on. It's the fresh determination because mm -hmm. determination has different level. Okay, I'm determined to do that and it's going to take one year, two years. Or you recognize something in you and you're like, this is a problem. I need to work on it. I need to change it. First thing to do is make a fresh determination. Because once you do that, and we had an episode on determination, please go back to that episode. We explain exactly what the power of determination and how determination fade. And you get discouraged again. Yeah, you can refresh them, though. Like, go, I'm going to clean my room, you know, back in high school or whatever, you know, or middle school. I'm going to clean my room and I'm going to keep it clean. Yes. That lasted a week. And so. Well, redetermine it that you're going to do it again until yeah. it becomes part of your subconscious. And then, obviously, at that moment, once you make that little determination, that fresh determination, you start to see your problem not as problems, but as opportunity. That is where the human revolution part comes in. Because you already revolutionize yourself by thinking like this. Yeah, this is not a problem. This is not an obstacle. This is an opportunity to grow and to kick in that mechanism of human revolution. And um, the, mo the more you focus on something, the more of it you attract it. Yeah, like I said you earlier. You explained that. The law of attraction. Yeah. That's what it is. One of the laws of the universe. Yeah. And that is, is, is in constant working, of Always. course. Always. Yeah, the same way of the law, cause and effect, and, uh, and everything. So, um, yeah, there was a quote that uh, you, you mentioned Oh, yeah. A great, a great quote, which sum up a lot of that. Quote, a great human revolution in just a single individual 
will help achieve a change in the destiny of a nation and further will enable a change in the destiny of all humankind, end quote. That's from Daisaku Ikeda. What's your thought on that? Uh, th- does that relate in the fact that a, a great s- human evolution of a single individual, so one person can change, like we said, our environment mm-hmm. and can affect on a grand scale? Is that what? Was, sure. Yeah. Look at Rosa Parks. Yeah, Rosa Parks. Is, is I, I use that example all the time. Definitely. She, just by saying no, no, right? Yep. She, just one simple word. Nope. That is an example of human revolution, by saying no. Another you one. talk about fear. I'm sure she was terrified. Terrified. Uh, but probably. she still said no. And she was a common person. I mean, of course, we're gonna, we, we, we can mention Mandela, the fact that he was, he was in prison, but he always stayed kind to the people. And that was his human evolution. He could have been nasty, yeah, right. He could have he could have deal with them and said, "You, ba 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 ba, you know, you put me in there. How you expect me to, you know, you?" But no, he stayed kind, and that was basically the way that he made it happen by staying kind. I don't think he wanted to be kind with what happening to him, but he had to stay. Uh, he had to. So sometimes there's things that you have to do in order to benefit yourself through the environment. And others. And uh, yeah, into the A lot the of people benefited from those behaviors. Yes. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. So so pay attention to that. I think I do. And I'm struggling with that. Do you? I do. Oh, God. Constantly. Everyone does. Constantly. This is not, oh, my God, I've done it. It's done. <laughs> and I feel so great. No. It's freaking painful. Yeah. This is not fun. No one said it was fun. Usually the stuff that when you work on yourself, it's the hardest thing to do. Sometimes it's too much for me. Like, sure it is. Like sometimes my mind is, is, is wait, I got to get out. I got to see a funny movie or, or I got to do stupid things too because, which probably I'm going to have to do after this podcast because it's oh, not easy. Oh, that's no problem here. Yeah, but <laughs> with some good food, what? <laughs> and, and, and I'll make a pad thai. Yeah, oh yeah. Veggie pa- pad thai. Pad thai, okay, cool. That's All right, my, nah, Now I'm motivated again. But it is difficult. It is extremely difficult. And we don't have the time sometimes to do it. I don't sometimes. I mean, I take the time because I'm committed in my life to do that morning and night. I self-reflect on that. Well, it's easier. It's a lot easier. Like when you were a kid learning how to ride a bike and you're pedaling up the hill, wasn't it easier to coast down the hill? Uh, yeah. It it's was. easier to coast than the effort it takes to climb the hill. Or it was easier to walk with the bike on the side. <laughs> yeah. But that was so slow and it was not really fun. Well, try bike riding with a Great Dane as a kid. Oh, oh he wiped me out so many times. I still have scars on my knees. <laughs> but it is, it's easier to coast rather than taking the path of resistance. And the resistance meaning facing the crap that we should change for ourselves and others. Back to the oxygen mask on the plane. Yes, that's a great analogy. Yes. That you have to put the mask for yourself. Yes, that's a and great And when analogy. you do it for yourself, that's most natural for you, people feel it. That's for sure. They feel it. You might, you start to even look different. It's the same when I go to see a, 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 an artist. I'm talking about music because... Uh, that's what I did. But oh, there's a beautiful hummingbird outside the window. Oh, oh he's so cute. Oh, yeah, I see him. Um, uh, when you see, when we say, oh, the music doesn't pass the stage, 
because sometimes it's not na enough natural and right. it doesn't fit who you are. So it's imp you see great musician, but the music doesn't reach your heart or it doesn't pass the stage. That's my expression I use. It stays on stage. It's a great show. You enjoy. Did you touch your heart? Did he, did he really revolutionize you? Did he make you think? Did he make you self-reflect on who you are? Or did it make you feel good? Did he make you feel good? For sure. So sometimes you can watch something, a, a concert, even a film, and you, at arm's length. Yeah. And it's you just kind of walk away from it feeling, I wouldn't say empty, but just inert. Like it didn't do you any good, didn't do you any harm. I just feel don't feel anything, and that to me that's worse than feeling like oh I hated it, yes. you know, or oh my god I loved it. Yes. So the most important is to change, and you change in a positive way. And determination is definitely the sparkle that would help you. And we're not talking about uh uh. Yeah, I'm going to do only that. No, we're talking about being awareness, raise awareness. Even minor things. Minor things. The way you greet someone in the morning, you know, if you're in an office or whatever, do you make a conscious effort to say, okay, I know I've been told, this is not me, I know that this is just an example that I made up, but if you see that someone is grumpy in the mornings and they know that they're grumpy because they've been told, Maybe that person could look and go, oh, all right, I'm going to try. Because it's, it's proven that when you, even if you fake smile, it starts to affect you. Because at times, there are times where we don't want to smile. That's a good point. And when you do, when you fake it, your body reacts to that. And then soon it starts to take you over and then it the in turn becomes natural. Yeah, It's like starting to the power walks or whoever has never been fit like those kinds of things start small then you're going to start to get into it and want to excel at it yeah. and then it starts taking over so yeah, yeah. great way to put it mm -hmm. definitely so all right uh, now let's talk about what area i mean or the maybe well, the sign that you do yeah it. how do you even yeah. know that human revolution that you're doing it or you're you're seeing it am i even doing anything i feel the same blah 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 mm. well here are some indicators that you just might be doing it and you don't know it yeah that's what we said that it's something natural yeah it does happen naturally that it does the first one is health when you have good health in your life and you have developed good habits and a lifestyle, that's kind of a sign that you're doing something correct, don't you think? Oh, yeah. Number one, you feel good. You have more energy. And you have less trouble, uh, more time for yourself. You don't have to go to the doctors. I mean, who less? wants to feel like crap? I mean, maybe exactly. some of you do. I don't know. But I am kind of a baby when it comes to that i knock on wood have no physical problems uh so i i guess i'm doing something right if that's one of the indicators i have a decent lifestyle eat a clean plant-based diet you know try to work out as much as possible and yeah. you know keep the stress level as low as possible yes you know? so that's that's a good one that's a great indicator correct the second one is how you fool are you Youthfulness, yes. I mean, we always think that because we, the age, and I think we did, again, another podcast that we did on that, how to stay young. This year, actually, uh, it's the year of the uh, youth and the year of the uh, dynamic progress. 
a youthful, maintaining a youth spirit. And that is regardless of your age. Fairy tales can come true. It can happen to you if you're young at heart. There we go. That's it. That's it. So uh, being young doesn't mean you're young in age. It means being young in your heart. It's inside out. And it will give, yes, and it will give you a lot of energy. And people as well will notice it. And again, here's another way to affect others is in a positive way. It is to stay youthful, be around youth, or being optimist. Uh, but basically, staying young. And you stay young by doing a lot of things that could be related. And sometimes doing things you don't want to do, too. <laughs> well, that's, believe me, when you're young and you're a kid, you have to do a lot of crap you don't want to do. Right. And why would he stop when you get older? Yeah. That's the way it goes. That's it. Another indicator of human revolution is good fortune. What, look at your life and look kinds of things that you, the benefits that you have in your life from probably working diligently and you don't really even realize it. Well, uh, uh, we all, in, I am into this. Sometimes I have to, I wish I could step out of my body and look at my life. I mean, really, I'm trying to on a regular basis, but, and said, whoa, 30 years ago, the situation I was in, whoa, 20 years ago, well, 10 years, whoa, 40 days ago, things have changed since, wow. So the good fortune is you receive good things in your life and you can't see them. And it's different for everybody. It could be friendships. Yes. Family relationships, yes. uh, financial, yes, um, whatever you know, just being naturally happy. Yes, and so when health you, can actually be built into the good fortune. Of course, yes, health is absolutely everything. Yes, because no matter what, as human beings, there's good time and bad time, but we have tendency to focus on the bad one because we don't like them. But then you focus on the good time, and you realize there's good things happening to you and it's good to appreciate them so good things comes in your life appreciate it that's another sign of doing human evolution Mm -hmm. wisdom that's another one don't you think oh for sure the wisdom is mean the 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 cultivation of the uh, of the mind and the spirit and that is in order to uh, improve yourself, to perfect yourself. And pass that on to others. And very important, good point, and mm-hmm. to pass it on to others. That what we were talking about. I change, I get better, but I will get even better if I help with this wisdom, helping mm-hmm. others to become happy. Yes, good point. May we. May we? How about, oh boy, passion. That's another one. If you have passion for something, that means that you're excited about something. And I'm sure we've all seen people that just are lackluster. They don't have a, a, a desire or a drive or excitement about anything. That's hard for me. And when you have passion for something, it's the spirit and enthusiasm of something while we are still fighting to perfect ourselves. It's 
So when you have that kind of passion, it's actually a sign of being youthful. It's a sign of, of healthy and that you care about something. And that is another indicator that you are doing what's called your human evolution. Because there's a goal. Obviously, there's some kind of goal or some desire inside of you where you want that. That passion is a byproduct of that desire or, oh, that, or that conviction or whatever. You know, I, that. I have too much of this. Well, it depends on what it is. I'm it, overloaded with passion and it's bug me sometimes. It does because... Well, because it, it's, I, I think with you, there, there's no degrees of it. It's the same whether it's a loaf of bread or, you know, <laughs> a political issue. It's like there's only one setting. <laughs> That's it. There's no... Yeah, eh, but I, I, I'm, I'm getting better at sitting. And I, I, I think about the uh, very tone in my head now, mm -hmm. more and more. And I put it on one. Oh, this situation, I should put it on four. This one, no, Fabrice. Try to... Shh. Yeah, it's just a baguette. It's just, it, yeah. That's it. It's it's not... Oh, I know that yeah. does sound really good it's right a baguette, now. a baguette with some... Yeah, but then you bring the cheese. Then can you well, imagine... No, that's a that, whole other topic. Yeah, but that brings the passion to another level. I understand. Then you add Mr. The, the butter, right? You know, French people don't have blood in their veins. It's all... um like brebis or tom de savoie or some kind of other cheese. Funny. Anyway. Passion is a great sign of you are changing and you are doing that uh, uh, revolution. Oh. And passion kind of, these are all kind of tied together. They are. But the next one is conviction, and that kind of goes together with passion too. It's a, it's a commitment of a goal without any doubt at all. So when you have a conviction for something, whatever it is that your platform is, no one can tell you otherwise. I feel that about the animal movement. No one's ever going to tell me about animal uh, advocacy and that, oh, it's blah, 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 and people have their opinions on it. No, I have a high level of passion for it and conviction. That's never going to change. So that keeps you youthful when you have that kind of conviction for something, and you do see it a lot in young people when they are, uh, when they have platforms that they care about. Yes. Oh, definitely. I mean, of course, the age as a, as a, as a factor in that. But again, you know, you convict, you conviction uh, that you are going to make something happen, or you trying to, which is already a good sign of human evolution, you'd not, maybe not be successful or you might be successful after a long time, a long period of time, but you are still convinced that you can make it happen uh, and still staying into the, the, the realm of reality. So it is another sign. And the last one, of course, is the ultimate oh, one. Yeah. And, and that one is, of course... Uh, uh, drum roll he applies for everybody the sign of you doing a good revolution is that you are along with good fortune being victorious yes it's triumphing and yeah. winning over your own struggles achieving your goals yeah those kinds of things and it's difficult mm -hmm. no doubt uh, that it's not it, cute all the time no it's not it's we not know that. but what a joy to be able to do that and so um, now, the, 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 there's, the the, there's a factor that comes into this. And it's a relationship between yourself. The relationship with myself. How many times I say to myself, 
well, I need to apply compassion here. Not for somebody else, for myself. On saying, well, you're a little bit too hard on yourself here. So your compassion is a fair judgment and a fair sign of applying to yourself. I think I'm trying to explain. I know what you're trying to say. Do you see what I'm yeah. saying? It's, it's, this is where the, it's, it's a little bit cyclical. So the seven signs of human revolution are the ones that we just read. Yes. So compassion, it's pretty, it's a, it's a foundation. It's actually essential. And it, it encompasses all seven of those. So, but when you see these, you're going to have more compassion anyway. And if you have more compassion, you're going to get those. Let's Do you give, see what I'm saying? Yes. It's all, it's very cyclical. It's an interconnection again, because everything in the universe is interconnected. This is as well. This is not a separate entity. That's why when we were explaining those seven uh, signs, health, youthfulness, good fortune, wisdom, passion, conviction, and victory, Tracy keeps on saying, oh, but they're all interrelated. Right. One feeds the other one. Yeah, find me someone who's healthy youthful, has a lot of good fortune, very wise, passionate, has conviction and victory, who is miserable and in, locked in the same spot. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I've yet to find someone Aye. who encompasses and strives for those things and they don't have compassion. Yes, and another thing that... Because well, you're happier. You're ha exactly. The happier you are, the more you want others to be happy. Uh, well, yeah, because you think about it. If you're in an environment, you would be the only one happy. How would you feel? You're like, oh, uh, what's wrong with you? I'm happy. I mean, and then I found myself into this situation. I don't know you. I'm too happy for that place. And people look at me. It's like, she's piped down, dude. You know, yeah. like, uh, and I'm like, piped down? I need to you know, get the hair out of here. I mean, but no, that's not what I do. What I do is I'm like, oh, I'm happy. I need to spill this happiness to others. What can I do? And bam, here's the human revolution starting. Mm -hmm. Instead of thinking of, I'm happy. Well, I'm getting out. These people are not happy. Yeah, what I'm, do they need? What do they need from me? What can I do with my happiness? If they see my happiness, what, how can I give them that happiness to them and then bring them to the happy with me so I don't have to change the room? Now, sometimes you do. But bottom line is this. So this is, but the, the interconnectedness, the more... The, you see your signs of human revolution creates more compassion, which increases your the uh, human revolution that you accomplish, which creates more passion, compassion, and you see more of the seven signs. So you see that thing. It's yes. that cycle again. I know it's the same thing, the theme, almost every episode that we do. It's because of the interconnectivity. Yeah, exactly. So so let, let me give you something to uh, reflect. There's a lot to reflect in this one, but... Let me give you a, something that I got away with. It says that there's three types of people in the world. First one is those you want to have around. Okay? The second one is the one that with those who cause problems. And then there's the third one is the people who presence or absence doesn't make any difference. So, 
when you think about it, what type of person do you want to be? Think about when you're in an environment and you said, is my presence or my absence makes people indifference? Am I causing problem? Or am I, are people happy that I'm around? Mm-hmm. So if you think like this, I do. Not all the time. And I should more. And as a matter of fact, this is a good motivation for me to think about this a bit more. When you're in a situation and when you are into work or social environment or yourself with your spouse, with your wife, with your kids, your family, your parents, think about these three things. What kind of person are you now? Am I a person that they want to be around me? Am I a person that's causing problems? Or am I a person that whether I'm here or not, it causes indifference? Then you can really start to assess what you can do for yourself and do for others. Mm-hmm. So, yeah? I guess, the, again, the choice is our own. What, what do we want to be? Do we want to even do this human revolution thing? Remember, people, it is not a requirement. Uh, if, yeah. if you're a drug addict and you want the needle in your arm, carry on. It's your choice. But do you want a better life? The better life, the better your life is, the better the life for others. Yes, the better. Yes, that is simply a good way to end. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, how about a fun fact? Since it's the month of May, I thought I would look for some one of those. May is muguet. May is muguet, the flowers, yeah. Muguet, right? They're called... Um, Oh, shoot. What are they called? It's small, they're small bells. Yeah, they're little white, tiny flowers in English. I forget what we call those. But they look... Bells of Ireland. No, that's not the Bells of Ireland. They're super cute. I, I don't know. I don't remember what they're called, but it's a muguet. Yeah. Muguet. M-U-G-E. Yeah. Cute. Well, so May. May is... This is interesting about May. May is pretty exclusive when it comes to the days of the week. And... No other month in one single year starts or finishes on the same weekday as May. So basically, if the 1st of May is on a Friday and the 31st of May is on a Sunday, no other months in the year will start or end on a Friday or Sunday. What? That's crazy. I was blown away by that fact. I love math. Yes. We never, we never, I never pay attention to that. But I do now. Wow. Thanks. That's a good one. Okay, let's oh. do let's do a spotlight. Oh, what about um oh yeah. Since next month, this is very strange for musicians. We all know this. Oh yeah. That we've decided to highlight the NAM show only because it's in June and normally it's in January in Winter. Anaheim at the convention center. But the NAM show is the National Association of Music Merchants. And it's a ginormous convention. It takes up the entire convention center in anaheim and it's anything in music that you can imagine from instruments lighting equipment accessories education educational programs uh other like pros sound i mean anything you name it it's there so if you're interested not not only not if you're interested just go just go as as a person even not in the business just go and walk around i think it's june 3rd through the 5th Yes, it's three days only. This it's year. only three days this year. Maybe what's because the good of news? A COVID and oh, and we will be performing. That's the good news at the Nam show at the uh, Nam U uh, breakfast sessions on Saturday, June fourth. Yes, it's early. It's in the Anaheim, the Anaheim Hilton next to the convention center, 
8 a.m. We've been going for so many years at that breakfast in the morning. Oh, my gosh. It's we love so it. Good. And we saw so many performers that it's going to be really we're happy that yeah. this time we'll be the one yep. on that stage. So we'll just be performing in duo. We've uh, performed at NAMM before with the full band, but this will be a little more intimate. Since it's duo and it's 8 a.m., so... <laughs> but there's going to be a lot of people. Oh, yeah, I think it's always crowded. It's always crowded, so there's like five, six, or 700 people. Anyway, so that's the Spotlight and I'm sure. Get your ticket. It's not open for everybody, I don't think so. I think you have to go through somebody to get the ticket. Yeah, if your, you... Uh, or if anybody is or, an educator, you yeah. can get an educator's pass on the Sunday, unless things have changed since COVID. Yeah, but do your homework, anyway. N-A-M-M dot org. That's the one. So the quote, because we always, we've, we, we've, we've did some already, but this is a good one. Again, uh, apply to um, us, human. Quote, it is not about how others behave or how society is. The most important things is to ask yourself, what should I do? And what can I do? One who stands up with moral courage and conviction can change society and create waves of transformation around the world. Quote from Daisaku Ikeda. Again, a philosoph in in Japan. That's pretty powerful stuff. Definitely. So, hope that we gave you some insight on this concept of human revolution. Um, Next month. For June, yeah, we're going to have a guest. It's going to be a really fun topic. So make sure you stay tuned. Yes. And it's actually someone who I haven't seen or talked to in quite some time. Very talented, very spiritual, very awesome human being. Yes. So just stay tuned for that special guest. Thank you so much. Remember to write us a review on Apple Podcasts. We have our album coming up this month. May 27th is the release date for the new album. Yes, and it's uh, called uh, Part... No, it's called 50-50. Part Part, 1. Yes, and it's a mix of covers for the first time. After the fifth album, we're making covers. There will be five covers, five original, and that's why it's 50. Yeah, half covers, half originals. Yes. Covers that were so much fun to do. And it's a part one, so that's why. Means there's a part two? Yes, so it's coming out at the end of this month. You'll you'll see it on our social media, and uh, hope you'll be able to purchase it or to have it. Well, let's see the April showers bring May flowers, so let's keep those flowers blooming and including your own lives. Remember, we are here to help you rock your life. For you.